Welcome to Third Pod from the Sun, the American Geophysical Union's podcast about the scientists and the methods behind the science. These are the stories you won't read in the manuscript or hear in a lecture. I'm Kimberly Cartier, reporting from the AGU Fall Meeting, where over 20,000 scientists have gathered virtually to share the latest Earth and space science research. Today I'm talking with science writer and cartoonist Joanna Wendell, who spoke with Dr. Michael Malaska, a planetary scientist at NASA's Jet Propulsion Lab. Michael and his team have been testing a system called Watson. It's an instrument that travels down a borehole in ice and uses lasers to map the ice's structure and chemical composition all the way down. Watson uses ultraviolet fluorescence to identify microbes and organics hidden within the ice. Michael and his team tested Watson in boreholes near Summit Station in Greenland. So fluorescence is a really good technique for detecting things at very, very low concentrations. It's super sensitive. So by using fluorescence, we can see things in the ice, even though the ice looks perfectly clear, we can light up the tiny little trace amounts of microbes or organics that would be embedded in the ice. And so we're thinking that if we can do this on Earth, one, we can explore um, Earth's ice environment and see what kind of creatures are, are living down there. And then we can also maybe go to the ocean worlds where we might be able to drill through the ice and use the same type of instrument and be able to look again for these low concentrations of microbes or low concentrations of organic um, um, compounds. And by the ocean worlds, we're referring to places like Saturn's moon Enceladus or Jupiter's moon Europa. Yep, and I'll even throw in Saturn, or Saturn's moon Titan, and also Ganymede and Callisto, even. And maybe even now Ceres, which has a little bit of ice and rock as well. There's a lot of ocean worlds in the solar system, and we're thinking now that maybe more and more of them might be potential places where life could live. And I think some of the work that you know we're helping with and a lot of other researchers have discovered, too, in just the last few years, is that... You know, the ocean is a good environment, but now we're learning that ice is an environment where microbes and bacteria can live deep inside the ice. Like even at, you know, inside the earth sheet of like Greenland, there can be living microbes down there in the deep dark. So that's really cool. It's like a whole new world um, right below our, our feet. And the really big thing that we learned is that things are not in the ice the way we thought they would be. They would, we thought they would be on all these like little beautiful neat layers. And that's not what we see. When we look at it with fluorescence, we see these little tiny pockets, like maybe a millimeter across, little tiny um, zones that we call hotspots for, um, because it glows back at you. But the thing that's really exciting is that there's these little spots and they're all different from each other. So that means that the chemical composition inside the hotspot is slightly different from one hotspot to the other. And we're almost having like a Horton Hears a Who moment where we're starting to discover all of these little tiny one millimeter spots that are chemically different from each other. So it's almost like discovering all these little tiny worlds and tiny little microenvironments deep inside the ice where, you know, you just look at ice and you think, this is all pretty much the same. It's all boring, right? And our instrument is saying, no, there's all these weird little fantastic things all over the place. And we don't know all that much detail about them. We just know they're there and they're very different from each other. And that's just really exciting. 
If we go to Europa or Enceladus, we're going to be looking for life and maybe traces of organics. At Titan, it's just going to light up with all of these different things. We'll see. It'll be just amazing. Alright folks, that's all from Third Pod from the Sun. Thanks Joanna, and thanks to Michael for sharing his work with us. You can check out Michael's talk on Friday, December 11th, and read more about this research on eos.org. You can listen to more episodes of Third Pod at thirdpodfromthesun.com. Thanks, and we'll see you next time.